This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 131. Today, our special guest is Mary Teets. Mary shares her transformational journey with us through our boot camp and beyond, so don't miss it. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders, and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I'm here with another episode with my sidekick, Tracy. Yeah, I'm here. Yay, we're here, both here. Here and accounted for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's great to be back. And uh, we're very excited about our next guest that we have today. Oh, yeah. We're, well, we're always excited about our guest, Michelle. Have you ever <laughs> noticed that? You know, it's hard to say anything else. Just think about that. I know. What are we going to say? This one really sucks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think we're going there, right? I don't think we're going there, but we no. never have had one like that. I know. That's why we get so excited. I know. Because they're also awesome people. You know, they're just great people. We learn so much. Mm. And they really, you know, enrich our lives, I think. I do, too. And yeah. we invite every guest for a specific reason. We're very intentional. Yes, we are. And this particular guest today, it's her second time here, but yes. she's here for an entirely different reason than the first time. She is. See how multidimensional we all are? Oh, I know. And especially Mary. Yes. She yes. really is. She doesn't think she is, but she is. Yes. Yes. So today we just interviewed Dr. Mary Teets, and it was a delightful interview. And uh, this time we really talked to her about her transformational journey and working with Tracy and I in our coaching programs and really found out exactly how deep it went for her, which yeah. we knew, which is why we asked her to come on. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, we do have to confess. We kind of knew that ahead of time. But I think what I really appreciated in our interview with Mary, she's just very open, mm-hmm. uh, quite vulnerable about her realities and the things that she realized. And, you know, we knew Mary professionally, and it's just been such a gift to watch her blossom and to watch her personal transformation, it just makes you feel so good when you can have such an impact in somebody's life. So can't wait to share it with everybody. Yeah, I can't wait either. So let me introduce you to Mary, and then we will turn it over to the interview, okay. hear her journey. 
So a little bit about Dr. Mary Teets. She is the recipient of the Myrna R. Pickard Endowed Professorship at the University of Texas at Arlington, UTA, College of Nursing and Health Innovation. In that role, she is also the affiliate representing nursing to the UTA Multi-Interprofessional Center for Health Informatics, a collaboration among numerous health informatics entities and led by the Dr. Marion Ball as the executive director. One of our number one fans. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Marion. <laughs> yes, thank you, Marion. Dr. Teets has contributions over the past 30 years have been based on a combination of interprofessional informatics and telehealth technology. For interprofessional informatics, she implemented one of the first bedside computer systems in the U.S. using barcode-based medication administration and a team of nurses, pharmacists, and information system professionals. More recently, in 2016, Dr. Teets was co-investigator in a Texas-wide multi-method study to examine over a 1,000 nurses' experiences using the electronic health record. And she was our guest, episode number 21, talking about that experience. Dr. Teets is also the co-author of the AGN Book of the Year Nursing Informatics for the Advanced Practice Nurse, Patient Safety Quality Outcomes, and Interprofessionalism. She has been a long-standing member of the Technology Informatics Guiding Education Reform, or TIGER, Global Initiative, working on the harmonization of informatics competencies and website improvements. Dr. Teets received her BSN from Washburn University, her MSN from Kansas University, and her PhD from the Texas Women's University College of Nursing. She is certified in nursing informatics from the American Nurses Credentialing Center, and she is a fellow in the American Academy of Nursing. So, well-accomplished lady, and here we are going to hear her journey. Welcome, Mary Teets. Well, welcome, Mary. Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. It's so great to have you back as a guest. Thank you. Yes, we're so excited to have you here. And uh, for our listeners, we just have to tell you, Mary deserves some congratulations, some woo-hoos, some celebration. She just made a significant change with a new role at a new university. And I'm telling you, there aren't two people on this earth that aren't happier for you than the two of us. Yay, Mary! We are so excited for you. <laughs> so excited for you. And, um, you know, just maybe tell our listeners a little bit about what you're most excited about. You have a new role at the University of Texas at Arlington uh, for the Myrna R. Pickard Endowed Professorship, and you have an affiliate role with the Multi Interprofessional Center for Health Informatics. Wow. That's a mouthful. It is. (laughs) (laughs) So the new role is pretty complex, but healthcare is complex, right? So the center allows for a combination of collaboration between data-focused people and the departments, such as public health, engineering, social work, nursing, Um, all those departments that don't always get together very easily can now get together in the center with a focus on health informatics. So that really drove me to that. And I love that part of the role. And I love being the affiliate for the College of Nursing and Health Innovation uh, for UTA at that center. So it's, it's all good. 
That's wonderful. They picked the perfect person. Yes. <laughs> As we've known you for quite some time professionally, and then you've been a part of our coaching programs and some of the offerings that we have, starting with the boot camp, mm-hmm. the work life balance boot camp. And then you were uh, a part, you moved on from there into our Work-Life Balance Accelerator program, where we kind of worked on mindset and some of the, the things that really help you to implement your blueprint. And then the beginning of this year, you joined our Rise of the Resilient and Balanced Healthcare Leader Coaching Program. So we've been together for quite a while. We have. <laughs> we have. And it's just been such a pleasure yes. to get to know you even more deeply on a personal level, mm-hmm. in addition to knowing you professionally. A lot of growth. Yes, there has been. There has been. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about like, what was your biggest challenge um, with creating balance between your personal life and your professional life before you came into the Work-Life Balance Boot Camp? <laughs> well, I don't know if there's an award for the, the one who... who made the most advantage <laughs> growth you know how they give the award to the one who came the furthest i had no balance in my life and it was all work and i've justified that somehow and i think the boot camp and the accelerator program and so forth actually helped me dig, dig down into why that was and that's what was the most helpful <laughs> when you understand why you're doing what you're doing, then you can address it better. And the boot camp also has a lot of tools that help you, once you identify the situation, to actually do something about it. So that's what it was big for me, was not only in home and work, but there was also um, self and others. There was also uh, the focus on physical, versus emotional, all those had to be addressed in my world. So what you're saying is you were a little out of balance when we first started. <laughs> Very much oh, so. And I'm lot. not saying I'm, per- <laughs> I'm not perfect now, but I definitely am aware, totally aware of when I'm out of balance or when I'm getting my early warning signs, if you will. So that's the important thing. Now, whether I act on it every time I don't, you know, I'm not perfect there yet, but the the awareness is more than anything helpful. Yeah. Well, the good news is none of us are perfect. <laughs> no. Well, it's it's ongoing. It's yeah. dynamic, right? That's yeah. why we call it dynamic yeah. balance. And I think the the toughest thing is just to be aware and awake to your own behaviors, the things Mm -hmm. that you're doing and what's supporting or getting in your way. So, you know, I mean, if you walk away with that, that's huge, right? So you were off to a great start right there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, Mary. So what major differences have you noticed in your professional life and personal life since participating in the boot camp? The thing about the boot camp is it just though I talked about awareness, it gave me confidence. It gave me a sense of this is manageable. And when I had the sense that this was manageable, the whole idea of despair, oh, this is the way my life is, I mean, it's going to be for the rest of it, you know. And I remember Tracy one day saying, Is this how you want to be the next like eight years of your life? Or I don't remember the number, but it, it just like, Well, no. Okay, well, then. What, let's let's do something about it type of thing. And until we have those 
conversations, you know, pointed conversations that they help you with, you really don't stop and think about that because you're all, you're on a train, and the train is work at getting things done out of, in your out of balance world. Yeah. So that was it. Is getting the confidence, and then also feeling like I belonged. So mm. there wasn't just me in the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were other people like me in the group, and I'm like, oh, so I'm not that weird out, you know, oh, oh out of balance, uh, unidimensional person that I think I am. Not to say that the others were, you know, exactly unidimensional, but they had they were in the same world of trying to get some balance uh, in where they where they were at. Exactly. And that's one of the benefits, I think, of the boot camp is you discover you're not alone. And there's a lot of healthcare leaders out there, especially these days, that are struggling with that balance between their personal life and their professional life. And uh, so I definitely think we see that in all of the people that go through the boot camp, Mary. There's a benefit to that because if you do it one-on-one with a coach, which I know I've done before, an executive Mm -hmm. coach, that's just you with the executive coach. When you do it in a group like you do, that actually gives some, I don't know, groupness. What is it? Buddy system, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think, too, it helps you to realize that you're, like you were pointing out, you're you're not as unique as you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, right? In a good way. In that... Yeah. You know, the the problems all seem very specific to us as individuals, but they're really general. They're really issues and challenges that everybody faces. They might look a little different for me than they do for you, but overall, the challenges are very consistent and they're very much the same. And I think seeing that in others helps you to realize that, you know, while you're having some struggles, you're not as bad off as you thought you were. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Mary, one of the things that every participant walks away from after going through the boot camp is their personalized um, blueprint. And um, in that blueprint, you know, it it really helps you. It helps guide you, you know, from graduating from the boot camp going forward. And um, how do you use yours on a daily basis or continuous basis? Yeah, so mine was focused on, I'm looking at it here, was work and home. That was the first thing that I wanted to, even though professional was something, I had, I'm a newlywed, so to speak, you know, three, three years, and I wanted to be sure that I was managing my home life in balance along with the work, so it wasn't interfering. It wasn't going to take me down in that regard. So I actually put, uh, my blueprint had to do with, uh, consistency in focusing on home, not only not only how my home looks, I actually, but how the people in my home interact with me. So as my husband, and so I got some schedules put together and some discipline. Again, it started off slow, but it we got a schedule put together, and he was very supportive of what I was doing and so forth. So I have a schedule of when we actually do things that I'm comfortable with, whether it's a, a, a movie or a walk, we didn't have scheduled times for that. And so therefore, they never really happened. And in terms of the other part of the work home was physical. So I hadn't really focused much on 
you'll I had I'm post COVID, and so you know at uh, at that point I know I was in the booth camp, but later on too adding that physical was something I didn't focus on, and I needed to. So that was the other thing I got it, and it turned into habits like it should, in terms of my blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I think you even have yours laminated, don't you, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and the early warning signs were, were key as well, so that you know when you're um, in, in one, going on one side, because, you know, things happen at work, and it's like I'd get pulled into this or that. And then I'd go, ah, oh, okay, now I'm in that, I'm over on this side of, of my homework my work home balance. And so, okay, I've got the awareness. And so I don't let I don't go unchecked. About exactly. It. I may do it, but I'm not unchecked about it. Yeah, you know exactly what the consequences are, right? And so yeah. the early warning system really is to let you know when you have overemphasized one area in your life to the neglect of the other. And other. so so what you're doing, what you're saying is you're using that to maintain that balance, to to be aware when when things are um, when your time is required more extensively in one area than another. And then what do you do what do you do from an action perspective to make sure that that you don't fall down into those unintended negative consequences? Like how do you course correct? That, well, that yes, that's part of the action items that go along with the awareness. So I'm example. I will get pulled into. Let's for example, a uh, faculty had to go into the hospital all of a sudden, and so I was asked if I could would take over her course, and that is on top of other courses that I was teaching. So I knew it was going to throw me into the focus on work more than home. For that particular period. So my idea was, yes, that I would do it, but in the uh, process of that, making some adjustments as to not over, take, let it overtake me. So you don't really learn, to, you don't say no necessarily, but you put some um, guardrails, you have guardrails to go on so that you know where you're not going to, whereas before I would just blindly go, not even under, understanding that the, the the detriment it would take to the other part of my life. Whereas you now have the balance and awareness of, well, I'm going to be shorting on the work, on the home here. So it'll be short-lived and I will uh, make sure that that doesn't become uh, constant through the semester. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it's so important what you're bringing forth, right? Because there are going to be times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, where you're going to be asked to do something. There may be times where you really don't have an option to say no, um, you know. And so it's really just having that awareness of what does that really mean in the whole of my life, not just for work, but at home as well. And so I think that's really great. And oh, by the way, t telling to the pe talking to your stakeholders that matter. Yes. Say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be, whereas before I just wouldn't even have a discussion about it. So you mm -hmm. have a discussion about it. I'm going to be asked to do, I was asked to do blah, 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 and I will be doing this, but I reassure you that it's short-lived and we'll be back on track. And in the meantime, maybe we'll do these minor things, you know, and, and differently. So. Yeah. You just keep doing them, right? You don't, you don't totally let go of the other aspect of your life, which is what we tend to do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that includes the people that matter to keep, uh, be aware of what's going on. 
Yeah, and ask for support if you need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. right? It's right. it really gives you the opportunity to do that as well. It does. It does. So what? Um, let me just see. What is something that you realized about yourself that you didn't know before you came into the boot camp? <laughs> this is a be- the best part of it. it again, I. I was encouraged to, you know, kind of deep look deeper into myself as to what might be you know, behind my focus on wanting to do everything for everybody in the world. And so the the thing that came to realize the most was that the world will not fall apart in my absence. So being the oldest of six, I had a lot of responsibility and managing and taking care of the other children. So in my world, I'm always doing that for everybody. And if I, if I let down on that, then something bad will happen because that's what I my sense was. If I let down on any of my siblings, something bad would happen to them. And what I became to, to be aware of, you know what? That's, that's not really the truth of it. It may be how you look at it, but it's not really what is happening and it's okay to not be doing everything for everybody and that was a big awareness the other thing is um, there was a sense that I was um, uh, privileged because I was the oldest in the family and my, my siblings kept saying you're always getting the favorable you're always getting the best this the best that the you know mom and dad do you know they 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 favor you and you know that just kind of stuck with me and so I'm I'm I feel privileged and so therefore I should be experiencing pain pain was something and suffering should be something that's due to me so I don't know if Tracy and and Michelle remember that part of it but once you understand why you're where that's coming from and why you're doing what you're doing and enduring pain and suffering <laughs> then that helps a lot so that was my big um awareness uh, through boot camp those were huge I I think those were huge breakthroughs for you, Mary. And I think what it brings out is that the boot camp, you get a blueprint and you kind of look at the balance in your life, but it's an opportunity to really dive a little deeper, right? It's an opportunity to say, why do I do these things? Why haven't I had these things that I've laid out that I really want? And what's at the core of that? And until you get to the source of it. You're going to continue to repeat the patterns that you have. And so those were major breakthroughs for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just let me say to anybody that's even thinking about the boot camp, I remember thinking, I don't have time for this. I do not have time for this. And then there was something about, you know, how, how Michelle and Tracy were, were, were oh, presenting it. It was going to be pretty painless you know, to, to do. They were going to be supporting us along the way and you don't have, you know, extensive amount of work and so forth and homework. So it once you get in there and then when you're with the group, the week, the, the hours that was spent, you know, to do that on that uh, long period of time was well worth it in droves. So keep that in mind, especially for you workaholics out there. <laughs> well, that's a good plug. Yeah. Well, and look at how much your life has changed. Yes. Yeah. You spent one hour a day for five yeah. days and look at the, the trajectory of mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. that that started. Just that one step to commit to that one hour a day for five days 
took you in a whole different direction than what you would have been in. Like, think about where you would be, Mary, if you wouldn't have joined that. I don't want to. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're like other leaders. And this has been just so joyful for Tracy and I that once you get done with one phase, you really do want to go on. It's like there's more, there's more to this dynamic balance effect. And as a leader who has gone through all of our coaching programs, if you could just summarize what it has all been like together, this journey over the last several months, how would you describe it? I, I guess, you know, this is maybe cliche, but life-changing. You know, I've been through a lot of executive coaching and uh, psychotherapy and whatever. And this really gave me the actual tools. And I love the map and the balance. The, the, you can take the balance of the map into your whole world. It isn't just uh, what 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 you're, what matters to you, home life, you know, um, the different uh, polarities. It, it can be something you, you use and look at other things in the world, you know, and other people. So um, I just wanted to mention here that my life really would have changed because part of after, I remember after every, after boot camp, I was like, okay, so what's next? What, 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 what do we do next? I feel like I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm getting, you know, and so they go, oh, well, you do the accelerate blah, blah, blah. So there's a pathway. And along the pathway, I got covid and I, uh, that was in November. And I, because of that, became a, I haven't really became back to myself. This is November uh, 2020. And it was with the astute awareness from uh, Michelle and, and Tracy that, that it was bringing me down the fact that I couldn't be at the ex, the fast pace that I was before. It had slowed me down quite a bit on a chronic basis. And so I was able to go and, and look at help for that. And those of you that may be experiencing post-COVID um, uh, long haulers or whatever you want to call it, whether it's the fatigue or the pins and needles or the, the taste and so forth that changes, I was able to get some help through my physician actually on antidepressant medicine. And it does it, all it takes is a little dopamine and epinephrine to actually help that balance that was in the life and in my brain. And I was able to then get better on my, my fatigue. And then it took me out of that dark place that I was going. So if it wasn't for the, the boot camp and the accelerator, the, what I learned about trusting people and talking about it, I don't know if I would have come to that. It would have been a, a much more um, negative outcome. Yeah. Wow. And we're so glad you're doing better, Mary. And we can, we could just see it in you. And we, and we are, we're really just so proud that you took action for yourself too. Cause there's a lot of people that even when they realize it, it's hard for them to take action and you did. And, yeah. and I just, and again, like usual, I just need y'all to kind of put the, put the seed in front of me. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but until somebody does that, it's, it, you're not on that trajectory. So. Well, and that's what I love about our programs. Like it starts at the boot camp and then in the accelerator with your mindset, your beliefs, who you are, and then into the rise of the resilient balanced healthcare leader, which is really about purpose and vision. And and I think in that process, you just kind of started to bloom like a flower, right? Mm -hmm. Like like you said, we would just kind of sprinkle a little water on you, give you a little <laughs> fertilizer. <laughs> and you just were like grabbing a hold of it because you were ready and you knew that you didn't want your life to continue the way it had been and that there was so much more in you 
than you were even, you know, even thought possible, I think, in some in some ways. And you yet you had been so accomplished, right? But yet you were kind of settling in your life and you didn't have to do that. And we're just glad we could ask the right questions and put the right seeds and fertilizer down and off you went. Watch it, it grow. Fabulous. <laughs> Well, just ask, you know, those those that are considering the boot camp, just ask yourself, is this the way I want my life to be for the next eight years? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know why the, the magic number of eight came up, but that's what I remember. Yep. And that's yep. what then that makes you push yourself a little to, to, to go and do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just to kind of come full circle at the beginning of our podcast, you know, you made some major decisions in your career and you're in a whole new place now. Right. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I remember the day I was saying, "I can't change jobs. They'll, they just everything will fall apart." You know, just like my usual, you know, thinking about that. And and we're like, I got encouragement not only from Tracy and Michelle, but from the whole group. They were like, "No, not necessarily." <laughs> so, and it started me going, "Oh, okay, then maybe I will think." You know, so it just one thing leads to another that you wouldn't have even have expected. Yeah. And as soon as you opened the door to the possibility that you could have a different role in a different place and do something. It was just the possibility. Exactly. As soon as you opened that door to the possibility, there it was right there in front of you, the opportunity that you needed. And uh, it it made me put me in the driver's seat. I didn't have to do it, but at least the burden of being in the situation was relieved and just getting that relief that it, no, you you really do have control over this. You can make it makes a, make it what you want it to be. So yeah, that's yeah. And you are being that person, boy. Yeah. You are ready, <laughs> and you know you let go of that limiting belief and adopted that that liberating belief that wait a minute, I I am in control. I can change this. And I remember you saying, even if I don't take this position, I know I could take another one. I can make a choice and that it's all it took. Yeah. And we, we had a little bit of, um, I'm the CEO of my own life conversations too. Remember that? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Well, it's just been fabulous. Kind of revisiting your story Mm -hmm. and having you share that with our listeners, Mary, it's such a special story and you just, you're just an amazing person and my pleasure. I just yeah. hope. In fact, I've I have some students. I have some people that are heading your direction and already in there. So yeah, um, I'm a true believer in, in that that who you are and and just the concept of what you're doing with the whole balance of you know. And I know you you guys had to study. Is it a problem or is it an actual you know polarity? That whole concept can can help you so much in life and in your professional as well. It's definitely mm-hmm. life changing. There's no doubt yes. about that. Even knowing that, having yeah. the awareness around that, right? It is. I'm blessed to have. So I, don't, I was thinking today, how did I even get started in that? <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, I guess I, I knew y'all professionally, and then it was like, well, yep. they couldn't be wrong, so let's do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're never wrong, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Well, you know what we. We're, we like to close our podcast interviews with what we call the missing questions. And of course, you don't know what these questions are. I know. Are, okay. But, but you do trust us. <laughs> 
So we're just going to ask you two to three questions, and um, they're they're sort of fun, and we just want you to give a spontaneous, you know, response. There's no trickiness about them. So uh, just relax. You got this. Okay. So the first question is, tell our listeners what you do for relaxation. That's a hard one for me. <laughs> I th- I take totally I take myself away so okay. for, from from the desk and the monitors and I like stand up for lunch for example as just to be doing something different and the relaxation is just to me just getting away which I never used to do mm-hmm. the other part of relaxation has to be just exp- having the, the time with my husband and my family that I used to not prioritize and now I do. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great ways to relax. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let uh, anything get in the way. <laughs> yeah. It's that's a priority. Right. Exactly. Um, and tell us, what are you most proud of? I guess it's just being in this group. I feel like it's a special group, um, starting with the boot camp and who those those people are that you're with, I, I feel proud that I'm just part of that. Because it, I, am I proud because of the, my new role? Yes, but but part of the new role is who I was and who the people are with me in the group. So I'm, I'm proud of myself for having made that change and uh, that entry into boot camp and so forth and staying with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, for our listeners, Mary not only has gone through all of our coaching programs, but she's now part of our CORTA support membership with uh, other leaders who have gone through it all. And um, they do get a lot of support. And um, yeah, we're, we're really proud that you're there too, Mary. Yeah. And they support each other. I think yeah. that's what's fun, you know, is that everybody has some different strengths and perspectives and they all, you know, it's just a, it's a very safe space, right, Mary, to kind of share and learn from it, each other. Yeah, it is. But I, I would even say, yeah. I mean, it's like the tip. It's the, it's the peak of everything to, to be in that, that group. But it was along the way too. Yeah. Every, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. part of your, your, your plan was a group of wonderful people. And mm-hmm. I, some of them, I, you know, we kept in touch with, and some of them know. But the point is, I was a part of a group, and that mm-hmm. group then led me to do better things in my life. Oh, that's such a great awareness. Yeah. Great awareness. Okay, last, this is kind of our wrap-up question. You're going to love this one, Mary. (laughs) So, you know, one of the principles of polarities is that we all have a preference pole. And it's just really important to know your preference because it can kind of be your blind spot, right? And, um, And so we know that one of the polarities that we all manage is candor and diplomacy, And so, Mary, will you share with our listeners what your preference poll is when it comes to candor and diplomacy? My natural uh, preference is the candor. Because, again, remember, I was the oldest of six. I am very authoritarian and direct. And so I know that I have to balance that because that tends to be where I go. And the d- diplomacy is something that's on the other side that I is drawing me to be a 
not so candor <laughs> with the people that I, I am communicating with. So my yes, my preference polls I automatically go to to candor and I use the diplomacy as a balance for that. And I have all my warning signs where I know you know where I'm heading when that happens. Yeah. And you've done a great job of managing it. You've been very intentional, mm-hmm. especially recently with all your transitions and being and really being in that dynamic balance of leveraging both as you need to, as you make all these different changes in your life. I'm so proud of you for that. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and uh, recognizing how important that particular polarity is with all the health care issues right now, you've really brought that forward too with different types of situations. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, there, there, and there, we gain skills in that in learning uh, ways to have difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? So it's not only about that you go to one pole or the other. It's that you have the tools and the skills that you you gain through your program to address what you need to be moving one way or another. Sometimes mm-hmm. candor is necessary, and it's a matter of you know identifying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Mary, thank you so much. This has been such a great interview and just special time with you. And I agree with Tracy, just sitting back and listening to your journey, you know, again, in this way has been really powerful. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting me talk about it. Uh, It's it's been our pleasure. And again, just... I just glowing, right? It gives me goosebumps <laughs> to see the changes in your life and uh, and everything that you've done. It's taken a lot of courage and strength, and you have just you've made it all happen. You're the one, so good for you. And thanks for Thank sharing you. that. My pleasure. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we will see you the next time. Yes. Stay right. healthy and stay safe, everyone. Yep. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hi, it's Michelle. We are hearing from healthcare leaders from all over the country about how exhausted they are as they continue to battle COVID-19 and now the Omicron variant and with limited resources to boot. That is why we are offering the Leadership Survival Boot Camp. Yes, you heard me right. These times call for a survival strategy that will get you through the next six months or more and enable you to be resilient, feel healthy, and to have a bigger impact. Go to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to join the waitlist and be the first in line when registration opens next week. enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.